Welcome to Reflections of Darkness, Shades of Grey, Episode 2. <laughs> I have been really slacking on this podcast, and, well, the other podcast, and basically most of my life. Uh, but whatever, I'm back now. And who am I, I hear you ask? Why, I am your gorgeous drag horror hostess, Evil, coming to you from my lair of eternal damnation. And tonight, we are reviewing one of the absolute horror classics, Dracula from 1931, starring Bella Lugosi. So grab a drink and enjoy. <laughs> well, it starts out with, you know, the classic Dracula theme. <laughs> Then we get uh, a fun little inside the carriage shot, which I don't know where it started, if it started here, but it's been done in a ton of movies. And it's, you know, cramped little space, all the people talking. You see it in lots of old uh, horror movies. And finally, we arrive with the character Renfeld in a quaint little village, and we get some exposition from the village people. Castle Dracula? Yes, that's where I'm going. To the castle? Yes. No. You mustn't go there. We people of the mountains believe at the castle there are vampires. Dracula and his wives, they take the form of wolves and bats. They leave their coffins at night and they feed on the blood of the living. Who listens to the village people anymore? Cut to Dracula and his wives crypt with possums and bugs and spider webs. It's so homey. <laughs> and we get our first look at Bela Lugosia's Count Dracula, looking amazing in that classic Dracula drag. And he has that Morticia Adams light across the eyes. Fun fact, Dracula never once blinks his eyes on screen. It was to enhance his undead, otherworldly aura. Such a great introduction, and I'm sure in the 1930s, this was terrifying. Oh, I had a thought. If there are any listeners out there, or any listeners who know or knew someone who was alive in the 1930s and saw this movie when it first came out, email me your story. I think it would be amazing to hear firsthand how amazingly, I don't know, scary it was for the time. Just email me at theevilqueensf at gmail.com or go to my website, evilqueensf.com. Oh, another thing. We only get to see the wives briefly, but what we do see is that they are beautiful, and I wanted more of them. They looked so oh, gothy glam. I loved it. I wanted to see them more, but too bad. So after Renfold arrives at the castle in a carriage driven by a big rubber bat, whatever, uh, we get our first shot of the inside of Dracula's castle. In this version, it is seriously run down, and there are armadillos and spiders running around. Do they have armadillos in Transylvania? 
I don't think so, but it does add a weird ambiance. Then Dracula speaks. I am Dracula. Oh, it's, it's really good to see you. I don't know what happened to the driver and my luggage and, well, and with all this, I, I thought I was in the wrong place. I bid you welcome. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Bella's voice as Dracula is classic, but honestly, at this point, if I were Renfeld, I would have been out of there like a shot. <laughs> Though it does give me that, that meme where it says, when a top knows a place. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the vibe this castle is giving. <laughs> Uh, so thankfully, Rensfeld's room is much better. I mean, at least it's armadillo and possum free. I mean, as far as we could say. So Renfeld has secured Count Dracula a home in England, and the Count says he's chartered a ship and they're leaving tomorrow. Fun fact, they just recently announced the new horror movie called Last Voyage of the Demeter, based on the single chapter the captain's log from Bram Stoker's Dracula. And it's about what happens on the voyage from Carpathia to England. And I'm hoping it'll be a good movie, uh, but you know, we shall see. Anyway, the Count roofies Renfield and shoes his wife's away, and then we fade to black. So we don't get to see what the Count does to poor little Renfield's helpless body. But I have my suspicions. <laughs> or maybe that's just my sick mind. Yeah, either way. So we cut to the ship bound for England. And we see that Renfold has gone full Stockholm Syndrome and is now the Count's total bitch boy. You will keep your promise when we get to London, won't you, Master? You will see that I get lives. Not human lives, but... Small ones, with blood in them. I'll be loyal to you, master. I'll be loyal. Cut to the ship being found with everyone dead except crazy Renfeld. Now we're in London, and we see the Count in a top hat, killing Eliza Doolittle, selling her violets, then walking over to the symphony like nothing has happened. This is where we first see Mina, Lucy, and the very attractive Mr. Harker, played by the handsome David Manners, who was also in another horror classic, The Mummy, from 1932, which, you know, I'll probably do a Shades of Grey on in the future, maybe, possibly, I don't know. Anyway, back to the symphony, and a lovely little toast, quote-unquote toast, from Lucy? The Abbey always reminds me of that old toast about lofty timbers, the walls around our bare, echoing to our laughter as though the dead were there. <laughs> nice little sentiment. <laughs> but there's more, even nicer. Pop a cup to the dead already. Hurrah for the next to die. Oh, never mind the rest, dear. <laughs> <laughs> to die be really dead 
that must be glorious. Why, Count Dracula? There are far worse things waiting man than death. That is a real party starter, isn't it? <laughs> Girl. Cut to the Count as a bat outside of Lucy's window. Bat, yes. It's back. Uh, I guess the having to be invited in thing came later because the Count just comes in, leans over Lucy, and it cuts to black. Always before the good part. <laughs> now we are in an operating theater with dead Lucy on the table, who's had an unnatural loss of blood, which transfusions did not help. And the same two little marks on her neck. Bye, Lucy. Now we're off to Seward Sanitarium to visit our old friend Renfeld. And one of the orderlies throwing away his spider lunge. Uh. Please, Martin! No, Martin! Oh, Martin, please! Dear, give it to me now! No, 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 Martin, please! No, Martin! Martin, don't! Don't throw my spider away from me! Oh, Martin! Oh. Answer a shine! Spiders now, is it? Flies ain't good enough. Flies? Flies? Poor puny things. Who wants to eat flies? You do, ya loony. Not when I can get nice fat spiders. All right. Have it your own way. Then we're in the office with Dr. Seward and Dr. Van Helsing, and they're talking about Nosferatu and how Renfeld wants blood, and Van Helsing's trying not to sound like one of the patients, doing a bad job of it. Then we cut to poor Mina explaining this terrifying dream that she's had. I lay in bed for quite a while, reading. And just as I was commencing to get drowsy, I heard dogs howling. And when the dream came, it seemed the whole room was filled with mist. It was so thick, I could just see the lamp by the bed. A tiny spark in the fog. And then I saw two red eyes staring at me. And a white, livid face came down out of the mist. It came closer and closer. I felt its breath on my face. And then its lips. Oh. Dear, it was only a dream. And then in the morning, I felt so weak. It seemed as if all the life had been drained out of me. Then they find two little marks on her neck, just as Count Dracula arrives and meets Van Helsing. Then a bunch of little stuff happens. Van Helsing kind of outs Dracula by using a mirror. Sexy Mr. Harker is not yet convinced. Mina leaves the house into Dracula's waiting arms. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. The maid finds her passed out in a field. And then I guess it's the next day, and they're like reading in the newspaper. And we get this story about the woman in white, which I don't remember. And I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Oh, well, maybe I drink too much. 
I don't know. Mm. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, obviously, spoiler alert, the woman in white is Vampire Lucy. <laughs> spoiler alert. I mean, if you haven't seen this in the past 91 years, then that's on you, bitch. <laughs> oh, another drink. Okay, lovely. So, now they're trying to protect Mina from becoming the next Lucy. Then there's more Van Helsing talking about vampire lore when crazy Renfeld pops in. I didn't realize how much of this movie Renfeld isn't actually with Dracula. He's been in the asylum almost the whole time, eating flies and spiders and shit. Anyway, Renfeld has his moment. He came and stood below my window in the moonlight. And he promised me things. Not in words. But by doing them. Doing them? By making them happen. A red mist spread over the lawn, coming on like a flame of fire. And then he parted it. And I could see that there were thousands of rats with their eyes blazing red. Like his, only smaller. And then he held up his hand, and they all stopped. And I thought he seemed to be saying, Rats, 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 thousands, millions of them, all red blood. All these will I give you. If you will obey me. What did he want you to do? That which has already been done. <laughs> then we get a little Dracula-Van Helsing interaction. You know, I wish Van Helsing was a bit younger or more robust. I feel the actor isn't quite right for the part. Mm, maybe that's because I want Hugh Jackman. Mm, Hugh Jackman. Anyway. Dracula runs off after Van Helsing pulls a crucifix on him. Then we cut to Mina and Hot Harker, and Mina is wearing this gorgeous gown that I wish I could find out more about. Like, what color is it? What happened to it? Ugh. Not that I, you know, could really pull off that look, but I still want to know about it, damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mina is vamping out and trying to suck Mr. Harker. Same girl, same. Uh, but he is saved by Van Helsing and that damn crucifix again. Another thing about this movie, there are obviously no fangs yet, which is actually one of my favorite vampire features. Oh well, all in time. So Van Helsing and Hot Mr. Harker follow Renfield to Dracula's Abbey, where Dracula and Mina are walking down this huge, insane staircase. So Renfield is killed by Dracula for leading the guys to the abbey where everyone already knew that Dracula lived. Okay, plot hole. Uh, and then they're in a crypt, which amazingly looks just like the one in Transylvania. Plus, luckily, Dracula's coffin is right there out in the open. So easy. Sadly, the Count gets a stake through the heart, then Mina is no longer under his control. And boom, that's the end.
<laughs> it's not a very long movie, but it is, you know, a classic. I mean, it is such a good movie. Bela Lugosi as Dracula will always be iconic. Yes, the effects are rough. Oh my God, that bat is the worst. Uh, the acting is fine. The guy who played Renfield was amazingly convincing. Uh, and, it, you know, it's hard to judge a movie that's from, like, the 30s against all the later movies that, you know, you've seen. Uh, the long moments of quiet, the slow pacing, the building of the vampire lore. You know, it just, you know, you got to take it for what it is and the time it's in. But, you know, you got to watch it at least once a year. Uh, it, I mean, it is a classic for a reason. So, I mean, that was Dracula from 1931, and I hope you enjoyed my little review. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, just go to evilqueensf.com for all that information, and keep watching old scary movies. <laughs>